0: This is episode number 108 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We're glad that you could be with us this time. We hope that you join us many other times. <laughs> All of the times. All the times. Yeah. <laughs> Every time that Tuesday rolls around, you just need to be thinking about that that little bitty house on the white logo. Yeah, I mean, because think about it this way, y'all. I mean, we go into so much trouble to make these episodes. If no one listened to it. Yeah. We would probably still do it. We would. And yet, we want you to listen to it. And you are listening to it. But, yeah, if you're hearing this, you are listening to it. So, good for you. Well yeah. done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for being you today. Yeah. Congratulations. So, how are you, Kev? Man, I'm 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 good I'm actually really good I I kind of took the afternoon off today because I've had a lot of late nights uh-huh. so I just was like look I'm going home and I did and I sat and I watched two episodes of community and it was awesome <sighs> which episodes did you watch um one of them was y'all I, I have to ask this because I got him into this show and <laughs> now he's, now he's hooked yeah um one of them was the sexual tension one uh-huh. um, and Honestly, now I w- I was so vegged out. I don't even remember what the second one was. Have you started just saying "cool, cool, cool" to yourself <laughs> all the time? <laughs> no, not yet. This, all right, you it, will. But you will. Yeah, I'm sure I will. <laughs> I'm sure I will. It's it's a hilarious show. Yeah, absolutely hilarious. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, I am. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put this out there into the. What, what did we decide that the the public domain of podcast was it Potosphere that. It, the Yes, it, it was it was better than Pot Nasty. That right. was their other option. Yes. So I think Potosphere is probably yeah. better than we're, Pot Nasty. We're putting it out there on the internet <laughs> that Craig is at his wits end with his home warranty company. Oh, you've come over to my side of life. <laughs> oh, I hate home warranties. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so like, I have been with Home Shield for a number of years, and let, let me tell you, I have now had two experiences three experiences that have been extremely unsatisfying Mm. well and and to be fair when we were going through my whole ordeal with with hating home warranties home warranties like you were like well i'm actually you kind of liked yours at the time i did they were doing well for you and then you kind of hit a snag a big snag yeah yeah so, well, and I'll, I'll just, I'll just speak of the, the two that really annoyed me and, you know, shout out to Beth Elliott, because there's obviously good companies out there doing yeah. good home warranties. Yeah. Shout out to fix it, um, or fixed, sorry, fixed. fixed. that's right. Um, but anyway, we had a dishwasher that was broken. Oh, I've this dishwasher has been like the bane of your existence. Hasn't it? Like, th- well, it was the initial bane of my existence. It's not at the current bane of my existence. Okay. So d- to rehash though, uh-huh. like you, you had this dishwasher worked on like 12 times, right? Yeah. And it took, it took like 12 trips <laughs> to basically rebuild the entire dishwasher, <laughs> like piece by piece. Like with different service people and like, it, let me tell you, it's a KitchenAid dishwasher. It's a good sure. brand. I mean, like if you're, it's like, you know, one of the more expensive ones that you buy at the store, you know, like hoping that like, oh, if I spend a little bit more, it'll last a little bit longer. But like this one just didn't. So anyway, after 11 or 12 trips, we had another brand new dishwasher that still didn't work as well as the previous one. Uh. And by trip eight, I was having phone conversations with the warranty company going, guys, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to fix it. Right. And they're like, no, 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 no. We, we need another service guy to come out there and see what the problem is. I okay. It's your money, but it's not working. I'm not happy. Please get it fixed. Right. So it, it finally got f- fixed enough where it was, you know, usable again. So the more recent one was our washing machine. Now, please understand me. Like I'm not frustrated easily. However, my Washing machine became broken in April. Okay. And I don't know if many of you recall, we had a rather large world cataclysmic event happen around April. Hold up. Hold up. What? (laughs) So, anyway, washing machine goes down. Which, during the pandemic, to not have a washing machine with your children... Yes. ...has got to be like... The worst thing in life. Right. Mainly because if your children like to be outside a lot and All you have day. a lot of property. Yes. And, and there's dirt and mud and-, and they like to roll in it like pigs. Yeah. So no washing machine. Ugh. So we call them. Let me, guys, it's still not fixed. <sighs> April. It's been like May, six months. June. July. August, <sighs> September. We're fixing to hit October. Oh my goodness. I finally got so fed up. I just went and got another one. Okay. <laughs> and like, and I called them the other day and I was like, hey, you didn't fix the washing machine. Right. We're so sorry. I'm canceling my service. No, 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 please don't do that. We'll send you money for the washing machine. I'll call you tomorrow. Didn't call. Of course not. What the heck, Home Shield? <laughs> Like you, you had one job. One call job. Me. Call me. All you had to do was call. Yeah. just call. Right. Six months. <laughs> and I told the lady, I was like, I'm canceling my service and I want a refund for the last six months that I have faithfully made the payments for your useless service. Jeez. Yeah. They, they, so just know, if you want a home warranty company, you're going... To lose money. It, Unless <laughs> you have something really big happen, and you can just so perfectly show them why it's broken, and they are so perfectly able to just fix that one little part yeah. that changes everything. Like, for me, with I, I finally got back at them with that whole disposal crap. <laughs> Whenever my hot water heater... On the last week Uh that I owned this (laughs) stupid warranty went kaput, Uh and it was rusted out, it was a bad deal, and they paid, (laughs) and it was awesome, but- well, I mean, it really seems like the strategy at this point for these companies is to, like, string you along with yeah. little tiny repairs that they're hoping will fix your issue. Yes. Instead of actually addressing the issue that, like, it's broken. Yeah. It's not, it's not the same. Well, I, I, I often wonder if these companies thrive off of, off of homes being sold hmm Be, because you just kind of oh we'll churn them yeah you just yeah. turn them like that and and they know that people aren't going to last with them for another year but especially these people that that pay up front mm-hmm. for a year it's like that they, they've we've already got our money for the year and because we've already got our money we really don't want to fix whatever it is that you want fixed hmm. you know yeah, i don't know it's shit, just we, need to, we need to get our people on this we and before that we need to get people that if we could have people <laughs> that knew other people yes who were fix it type of people Then we could call them and say, our people are coming. That's right. And they would be scared. So, gird your loins. All of them. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So, on that note, we actually do have some people in the studio. Yes. They're not our people. Well, they're going to be our people. (laughs) That's right. So, but they are the people that you want to talk to about paint and painting the interior and painting cabinets and all things paint. Yeah. I'm actually pretty excited about this episode because, um, we don't know anything about paint. Yeah. That's we, well, right off to bat. That's right. We were talking about this, um, I don't know, a few weeks ago and we were like, you know what? We've never had a painter. We've never had a painter on the show. Like how have we never had a painter on the show? Yeah. And, um, here we are days the day that's right also wait we got Aaron and Steph in the studio from handmade painting services how you guys doing hey
1: hello doing good. great thanks for having us
0: of course of course so I mean just just right off the bat let us know kind of how you got started in this in this business what's 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 the what's the Peter Parker origin stories? Of, of handmade painting services well well initially um uh, well before i
2: started painting i worked uh, for bp i worked up in alaska oh. i would actually fly up there every three weeks and come back home i worked on the trans alaskan pipeline doing inspections on the welds oh wow but it just took me away from home i was always gone i would be gone about six months out of the year and i was trying to find a transition something to make me you know just home home more often i miss just being able to sleep in my own bed at night <laughs> and so whenever i was home i would had three weeks off, you know? So I was like, man, what do I do with myself? I have three weeks off. I'm so used to working because when I was up on the North Slope, I'll be working 82 hours a week. Gosh. Mm. So Jeez. I was like, when I got home, it was kind of like a shell shock. I didn't know what to do with myself. So, right. I, so I started like looking at different pieces around the house. My wife is a great interior designer. She has all these like images and pictures of, of things that she wants. And, and so I pretty much just trying. So to she's it a typical
0: reality. wife is what you're
2: saying? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. she, she knows exactly what she wants. Yes, to a T. <laughs> and so we had a couple old pieces of furniture laying around that a dog had chewed up and we had an old um, uh, dresser drawer that uh, my, we need a new dresser for my son's room and so she was like, why don't we refinish this and do this and that? And so I was like, sure. Let's give it a try. You know, mm. I've, I've never finished anything a day in my life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty handy. So I'm like, well, I'll give it a try. And I was able to figure it out and it came out beautiful and it still looks just as good as the day I did it. Wow. Oh, you still have it? Yeah, well, yeah, I still have it. Oh, I keep all my finished pieces. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, you know, the first kind, of, like my origin story, you know, <laughs> when, so, to, when to look, to keep those pieces. Yeah, that's something right. to look back onto. You know, remember why I do what I do today. You need something for the museum oh, the, of
0: <laughs> <laughs> where I come super famous. That's right.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's, when, that's when you really cash in those. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So at some point, then you were like, look, I could, I could do this. I enjoy this. It's, it's fun, but also I think I'm good at, good enough at it. I could make a living. Yeah, right? exactly.
2: Cause like I said, whenever I came home for three weeks, I had three weeks off, so I had time to work on the business. So it was mm-hmm. like my, kind of like my side business, you know? And I, and it, it took time. It took me a couple of years to be able to generate enough income and enough client and uh, just a good, a good name for myself, you know, to actually do it full time. So luckily I was able to quit my job and stay home and. It's been, I haven't looked back ever
0: since. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I I have some Alaska questions. Oh yeah. Yeah. Were you, were you up there like all four seasons? Yes. So, I mean, just unbearably cold. Yes.
2: I have, I've experienced minus 53 degree weather with like 60 mile per hour wind chill. How? What (laughs) dropped out? Actually, before you go up to the Arctic slope or, uh, the North slope, um, it's called the Purdue Bay oil fields. Okay. And, uh. Before you even go up there, you have to go through extensive training okay and just to, to let you know what kind of wildlife you might experience and uh, what kind of weather and how to drive up there and all kinds of stuff. And so once they get you trained up that you actually get suited for Arctic gear because oh. yeah they, you have they' to have it. Yeah they custom they customize your suit in Arctic gear and uh, they pretty much load up your truck with all the gear and everything you do because sometimes you're in situations where, where a blizzard will roll in. And so we actually have the caravan and I worked on the furthest oil pad, which was kind of pain in the butt and the maximum yeah. speed that you could drive up there was 30 miles per hour. Oh man. And so it took me about an hour and a half just to get to the furthest oil pad, which is Z-pad. And so one day we were all the way out in Z-pad and a storm blew in real quick, real fast. It, it, it only took like 30 minutes to be in, in like a blackout or blizzard conditions. And so we had to caravan all the way back to camp and uh pretty much you have to follow your they asked us to caravan because you can easily drive off the road and they don't want you driving off into the tundra because that's what you're surrounded by mm. and if you drive onto this into the tundra it'll sink into the mud and and then you'll be stranded in bluscious conditions.
0: So you're done. Well, it's weird. It's, just, it's weird right now. Like, I'm looking and your wrists aren't slit at all. No. It's weird. Like, I completely expected after this conversation to be able to see, like, cut marks.
1: Yeah. But they're
0: not there, Craig. No, might.
1: I might have a few for waiting for him to come <laughs> off, no.
0: I bet not so. you so. wait to pick me up from the airport. So. Yeah. After definitely. that comforting tundra talk.
2: Yeah. Oh, but it was fascinating. It was absolutely beautiful. I saw the Aurora Borealis. I've seen mm. polar bears, grizzly bears, wolves, uh what else? Muskox. I saw the the great caribou migration. Wow. Mm. Uh I saw yeah, I was I think it was over like fourteen thousand caribou.
3: Yeah. I
2: sure. saw just in the fields all in the tundra, because I worked on the Z pad. So I saw all the migratory pa- patterns of animals and stuff like that. And so it, it was a it was a neat experience.
0: I've I've actually been to, to Alaska. It was just a cruise. So just, you know, up the, up the coast basically. But so you have stories of toughness just like this guy. Yeah, it was, it was was crazy. Like I had to wear like three layers, you know, like a, uh, a jacket and like a (laughs) little heavier jacket at one point um but (laughs) no i i just always have really wanted to we didn't get to while we were there but i've always wanted to see the northern lights you know just kind of see some of those things that you're like does that actually exist it does
2: and it's beautiful i'm sure it is it is it was it was a real pretty green haze just like snaking through the sky man
0: now have you seen the lights in marfa marfa yeah no you've heard of that no so so texas has two places that has similar i don't know if they call them like aurora borealis but like in marfa you can go see lights in the sky mm. um and it's just like this little bitty I, I, one of the other things it's famous for i think it has um it's like out in the middle of the desert it's a department store it's like the world's smallest department store it's <laughs> like 10 feet by 10 feet and what? it's just all by itself out in the middle of the desert. Fuck. Oh, so cool. my sister goes like every year, so she always sends me pictures. But they're like people who are really like into aliens go to Marfa to see the lights in the sky. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> okay, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Steph's going. Um, and there's one other place in Texas I can't think of the name, but I know Marfa's the 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 big one. Like 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 the phenomenon type of lights. Yes. like the Anson lights. Are you talking about? Is that that what it is? Yeah, in Anson, which is up near Abilene. Okay, that must be. They've got a. They've got a weird story, and I've actually gone and seen it. Where like there's just light that kind of floats across the road. It's it's bizarre. Yeah, it's absolutely bizarre. So I don't know, but I don't know if if Anson is similar to Marfa. But from what I understand, the lights at Marfa are in the sky. Okay, Uh, I've seen some lights in the sky, but they were. You have to be outside the city to see them. Some people call them stars. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, that's about the closest I've been to the. You know those lights. We're gonna disregard your bad joke. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> move oh, as, that a joke? as we move on. It wasn't really a there joke. You go. I like him. Yeah, it's, it's fine, y'all. It's fine. <laughs> well, cool. So, kind of, kind of back to cabinets um, and woodworking and painting and all that kind of stuff. Like, um, give us, give us a little bit of an idea of, you know if i were to call you just out of the blue hey i want some work done what would you hope that i would want you to do like what's your favorite types of things to work on cabinets woodwork in general
2: refinishing okay. furniture tables oh you name bar tops bar tops are always fun
0: yeah 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 i think that um i, I one of the things that i i think it, a lot of people don't fully understand is it's pretty easy to go down to you know department you know the big box store or Sherwin Williams, or whatever, and buy some paint and throw it up on a wall. Like that's, it's pretty easy to do. Although I, it, it's in really interesting. When we bought our house, we sat across from the, from the sellers to, to do the final signing and everything. And, and, uh, we were talking to him and, and his wife was like, yeah, he, he painted the whole house. He's such a good painter. He, he's so good. He loves he loves to do it. And I'll, I'll come in, you know, one day, and he's painted a whole other room, a different color. And he's like, he's just a great painter. And I was like, oh, okay, great. And, I you know, we'd been in the house, obviously, quite a bit, but I'd never really looked. And the more you look, you're like, He's actually a horrible painter. <laughs> He's really, really bad. Like maybe his first coat was great, but he just stopped and yeah. didn't like put that second coat, or maybe the third. Sometimes you need a third, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I think that one of the things that a lot of people don't, maybe they just take for granted, is uh, painting is a strenuous work. Yeah, it's, it's tough,
2: backbreaking work. And I mean, it's it, tough. It, it really is. Yeah, especially like whenever you first come into a home, just the first inspection of a good painter is look at their cut in lines. Mm-hmm. Is it a straight line? You know. Is there is, no. it, is the wall blotchy? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Is it faded? Is there flashing going on? Can you clearly tell that he didn't put the second coat on? Mm-hmm. It's just there's little things that you can you
0: can tell between a professional and someone who's just
2: working out in the back of his pickup truck, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, and so I actually um, I, I did i did some i, I just didn't really want to tape, and, and I think good painters really don't tape a whole lot, as like on. Cut in lines and stuff. Well, that's
2: that. Well, on the ceiling, no, you can't really tape ceiling. But if you're dealing with maybe some like a joint or some ninety degree angles with baseboards, tape can be your best friend. Sure. You know, because sometimes painters just aren't. They might be good, but they're not fast enough. Because as a painter, you have to be very. Your productive has to be quick. Your your, you know your production value has to be quick. Yeah. Because you can only charge so much per room. And on average, it should only take maybe three to four hours to paint a room top to bottom, max. And that's with moving furniture and moving everything back and putting back on wow. light switch plates and everything like that. Yeah. Because the amount, depending on what crew and what paint and materials and everything else that you're using, time is money, you know? Yeah. So you yeah, you got to be quick.
0: And yes. so if you
2: can cut in real quick by using tape, that's, it helps. That's, yeah, that's what you got to do.
0: Yeah, you know, so there's a, there's a guy, I think he's in Idaho. He's called like the Idaho, Idaho Painter. Painter. Is yes. that you, you've yeah. heard of him? Yeah, now?
1: big time. This yeah. guy,
0: this guy, it's it's unbelievable. He uses social media really, really well, and he's got a huge following. And I'm like, this guy tells you all of the tricks, right? But he's so successful because people are like, I, I think, I think he's showing everybody how good he is. Mm-hmm. And now they don't want to do it, so they hire him. <laughs> even though he's telling them exactly what to do, one of the things that I learned from him was like how to cut in. That is not something you can learn on YouTube. It is you so like difficult that. to cut in. It, and it's, I mean, I literally so have no idea what you're even talking about.
2: So, the cutting line, when you first paint a room, say if you were going to paint one wall, you mm-hmm. have to cut in all the edges and corners first. Okay. And then you go back and you roll from top to bottom to connect your cutting lines. Okay. So everything comes out smooth and even. Because sometimes if you roll first and then cut in afterwards, it'll flash. That's called flashing. Okay. So you'll see a distinct like three inch line, depending on how big your brush or whatever you're using, you'll see a very thick, dry, dark line that will dry before the rest of the paint will dry. that's That's being rolled. Okay. And then it'll flash. So you always want to, in painting world, you always want to keep a wet edge. So I recommend always painting one wall at a time. Don't try and go into a, like a whole a whole room and try to cut in everything at first. Because mm-hmm. if you're real slow, that cutting line is going to dry before you can go back and roll in the center. I got gotcha. you. And then it'll flash. And then you'll see a distinct
0: line and it'll look very uneven and wavy and be a mess. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned, what I learned from him was it's really easy if you're him. And otherwise, <laughs> you need to hire someone to do it. Yeah,
3: that's
2: what like 30 years of experience will give you right there. Yeah. He's been doing it a long time. He yeah, knows his stuff, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. So. Well, and that, I think that's one of the things that you, you pick up when you watch stuff online. If you, if you watch enough stuff online, like you'll you'll recognize really quick that like you can't you can't learn what that guy is showing you in a YouTube video. Mm-mm. I mean like because like, like you said he's been doing it for 30 years. Mm-hmm. He's I mean like his job is to make it look easy. Yep. And you know so many people are like get this weird twist in their brain that like oh that moron can do it. I can do it. Right. And and it, it never comes out that way.
2: Yeah, because she'll show you what to do, but like the technical side aspect of it, like what brush is he using? Ugh. What rollers are, is he using? Yeah. What kind of paint is he using? You know, it, it kind of gives a, a vague, you know, inkling of what he's doing, but it really matters. And you have to figure out what kind of brush works best for you and your style of painting Are your left-handed painter or your right-handed painter. Mm-hmm. Is the paint that you're using, it have a lot of much like high solids in the paint? Is it very thick paint or is it very like thin paint? Mm-hmm. There's a different brush for different application. So it's, it's very technical. I I know he makes it look really, really easy, but that's only because of all of his years of knowledge and experience, mm. you know? So, but once you really get down into it and you'll figure it out that like this last cabinet painting job I'm doing, the guy, he is a cabinet uh, builder, but he doesn't have any idea of how to paint them. Okay. So he just bought, you know, just a basic sprayer from Lowe's. It was real cheap and he used the wrong tip size and, didn't have the right pressure because you have to have the right pressure and the right tip size and know what paint you're using because it's just all boils down into how it's going to look, you know, the finish, it all yeah. boils down to the finish. And if you don't, if all those steps are wrong, your finish isn't, isn't going to come out awful.
0: So th- these are all things that you have to learn through experience, not just watching video. Mm. So you know? one of the things you mentioned was the brush and the roller. So, I mean, what's crazy is there's a huge discrepancy between the price of some paintbrushes and, like, other paintbrushes. So is, is there some that you recommend more than others or that you only use a certain brand of something? Or is it just kind of like once you get to a certain tier of paintbrush, they're all really good? Well, I like I like, like Wooster yeah. Uh,
2: Wooster Ultra Pro, Pro Firm brushes is what I like to use for my cut-ins because they they stiffen up really, really well and they hold a lot of paint and they pretty much when you dip it into your brush and scrape it off, it turns into a pencil. So that's that's okay. you'll, you'll figure that out because sometimes I'll use some purdy brushes and when you're dipping it into the paint, the paint brush kind of rounds and so it's harder to get a straighter cut-in line. So it's like trying to draw up a massive crayon instead of a pencil. Okay. And that and there's the stuff that you'll figure out through experience. Right. You know? And so it's just so honestly, I like Wooster, but it's most most people would use Purdy. I would say. Okay. But if you go to Lowe's, you'll see Purdy, but then also they have a cheaper like Wiz Wiz brand. It's called Wiz Wiz Rollers and Wiz. I'm brushes. the Wiz. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are for like the weekend warriors. You know, yeah. they're trying to get it done as fast as possible without the wife complaining. I'm the Wiz. Anymore. I'm the Wiz.
0: I'm the Wiz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Wiz warriors. But I I I think that uh, so. There's a problem that I found, and that is that I've bought Wooster before. I've got a couple at my house right now, but I'm always like, I only want to use those on water-soluble paint because I do not want to try to clean out oil-based paint out of paint brushes. I just throw them away because, and it's like, it could be like a $15 brush or maybe Mm -hmm. even more that I just like chunk it because... And, I, and that's another reason that I'm like, I got to do all of this oil-based paint now, because otherwise I'm going to spend like $300 on paintbrushes because I'm just going to keep throwing them away oh, yeah. if I have to it, come it back to up. it tomorrow. It adds up. So, <laughs> so how, I mean, they say, you know, use this or use that, but is there a way to actually clean those things and use them again if you're using oil-based? Paint thinner. Pa- yeah, I know. And a but wire it takes, brush in like, time. It'll take <laughs> yeah. about 30 minutes. Okay.
2: Yeah. On average, probably take about 30 minutes. She knows when I come home from work, I'm sitting there for at least 30, 45 minutes
0: just cleaning out all my paintbrushes, rollers, buckets.
1: I see it all in my sink daily.
0: (laughs) 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 Well, I guess that makes me feel better because, you know, there have been times when I'm out there like, you know, like three minutes later and I'm like, this isn't done. (laughs) <laughs> three three minutes ought to be plenty, right? And yeah. it's not done. It's on a chunk it. <laughs> but what, what so you, thirty minutes really? What, it takes a long time. It does. It does. But what are you using oil on? <laughs> oh, I, I've used oil on on when because uh, I've I've gone in and I've touched up like trim you know, or doors. Yes, like exactly. Touched up trim. Touched up um, my my cabinets. Whenever we moved into our house, our cabinets had nicks in it and stuff, and so you know I, I touched up that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, because honestly, I try to stay away from all oil based products. Yeah. Uh, with uh, uh, the it's called the water based revolution mm. because I started using a new uh, product called Rainer. It's uh, industrial uh, water based wood coatings from Italy, and um, uh, Shermer Williams has similar products, but it doesn't just stand up to the products that are from Italy right now because they're kind of leading the way. So that's why oh, okay. I call it the water based revolution because they're kind of leading the way. And Sherwin Williams is a great product. They got great products too. You know, right. It, but when it comes to a refinishing standpoint with wood and cabinets and stuff like that, the uh, products from Italy are just are none the best.
0: Yeah, I've seen you guys post about that on your on your social media. So, if, I mean, like obviously, there's lots of different paint suppliers. Where, where, how did you even find those, and where are you getting them?
2: So this is kind of random. It's it's really not accessible to just the normal person because. Mm-hmm. I was in the uh, Facebook groups and uh, I met this guy. His his name is Louis Hasso, and uh, he's kind of a well known person in the refinishing world. Okay. And he has a direct uh, distributor uh, uh, for 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 Renner. Okay. And he lives twelve minutes from my house. <laughs> I was like, "What the heck?" Like the refinisher guy or the paint guy? Both. He's both. Oh, okay. he's, oh, he's, he, a, he's, he's a refinisher the, too. He's and, the same guy, and he's, and he's the distributor for all of Renner products. Okay. Yeah, and and but it just I was just like. No way! Like, because I was blown <laughs> some up. Some
1: things and, are meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> no, I
2: was like, "What the heck?" It's a small world, and he and they happen to have a distribution a distribution center here in Houston. Okay. And so they ship all the products here because some are made here, and then other products are made in Italy, depending on what products you want. Okay. From. But luckily, I can get it firsthand. He actually can get it and drop it off to my job site. Like, if I'm working awesome. on some cabinets. He can drop off this product from Italy just right on the doorstep yeah.
0: of the job I'm working at. So, so, pretty, so pretty you're incredible. telling me with this product, you use it over oil based? I can use it. Well, uh, well, over oil based, I can,
2: but I always prime, always. You always okay. have to prime when you're dealing with any kind of painting.
0: Yeah, because painting. I've always been kind of told that, like, you you can't you can use oil based over water based, but like, if you're redoing something, but like, you can't use water-based paint on yep. top of oil-based because it just yeah, peels it'll, right off, it'll right? Peel off, yeah. Yes, but there's there's ways you can kind of get around that. Okay, well, if you sand
2: it, if you do, if you if you have to really scuff up the surface, and then that latex paint will stick, but you won't have a long life on it. Yeah, it just won't last. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I always prime. You always have to prime, but not just on walls. You don't have to prime walls unless it's new construction or something like that, new drywall. Right. And you have to prime it, obviously. And uh, I guess the only other time I ever use oil is if I'm like painting over wallpaper. Sometimes clients don't want to pay for the wallpaper to be removed. You have to oil. <laughs> you have to oil prime over
0: wallpaper. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm just wondering why people have wallpaper at all.
1: Everyone in uh, Kingwood has wallpaper. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I,
0: talk to Mel because she wants to put it in everything. I, she's trying to put yeah. it up. I'm going to talk her out of it. Well, you're not going to talk Mel out of something once <laughs> she's got it in her mind. That's what she's going to do, and she's fantastic she at She so.
1: But the wallpaper they have that they're coming out with now is actually very nice looking. It's not your floral and your plaid and all of that. Uh-huh. You know, you're. It's more. Yeah. It's
0: very high end so, looking. It's not yes. a garden so, scene. Yes. It, yeah. <laughs> That's Pretty much everything. It's like it's like a trim at the top. There's just nothing but like tomato plants <laughs> or, or something. birds. Yeah, just like just no, birds. it's typically roosters, right? Roosters, <laughs> you know, like in a kitchen. Yes. Yep. Some yeah, some kind of bird. Yep. I yeah, I see
1: that a lot. Yeah,
0: my mom had roosters. <laughs> so many. She better not roosters. listen to this. She's gonna think I hated her roosters. Well, don't talk about her chickens. <laughs> right? You, you. Well, didn't. you've learned just not to mess with her in general. That's true. <laughs> she comes. She comes back at you with a vengeance. Did, did y'all hear what what my mom did to him? No. So, I forget what. Oh, he said something about on. on oh, it was hilarious. He said something. Don't funny. get me wrong. It He's, was hilarious, but it was mean. <laughs> he he did a He did a little snide remark on something that she posted on Facebook. One one comment. Small comment. That's it. So we did an episode where we we dogged on fanny packs because those are making a comeback too, which that should never happen. No. No. Um,
1: I'm going to get you all one.
0: You can get us one, but I'll tell you like I tell everybody else, it's going right in the trash. So don't waste your money. So my mom photoshops a fanny pack onto a picture of Kevin and the fanny pack is a pink unicorn fanny pack. And then she distributes them as photos around his office. Oh I mean, <laughs> I I'm not naive enough to think that I mean this happened like two and a half weeks ago. I'm pretty sure that I will find more. they they're I mean, the only the only kind of consolation that I got is I'm pretty sure she had to buy new print uh, you know, printer ink. Because yeah, she used she so did many of she them. She did and she didn't care. <laughs> Worth <laughs> it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Because actually, my
2: growing up as a kid, one of my good friends' dad, he always wore a fanny pack all the time. (laughs) Everywhere he went, he wore a fanny pack. I was like, God, why does your dad always wear a fanny pack? And he's like, I really don't know. (laughs) And and so I went and asked him, I was like, hey, Kyle's dad. Why do you always wear a Kyle's fanny down. pack? And he opened up his fanny pack and he pulled out a gun.
0: <laughs> oh yeah! Hey, that's what I said. said this that's is what, what I, I, I said. I, I remember he said, "I, you know, if I wear uh, a fanny pack, that's where all the guns are going to be." That's I, what, I yeah. promise you, all sure the guns. Heck, are he, you pulled out, out a gun, gun. gun right then and there. I was that's like, "All right, point. Point. never make fun of him again." That's exactly right. Kyle's dad's my new best friend. <laughs> yeah. His fanny pack is cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Wow. Um I, I totally had another question I was gonna ask. Well no, I will circle back around to paint. So yeah. is 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 the stuff that you're and it, remind me of the brand that you're getting from Italy. It's called Renner. Renner. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is Renner just a refinishing product or is it actually like a, a whole paint platform? Whole
2: paint platform. It's a, a it's an industrial wood coating, so you can you can literally do it. I mean, put it on anything or even on metal. It doesn't It doesn't matter. what oh, wow. It is. Yeah. It's a highly durable, like I said, it has a very high solid content and it's uh, extremely durable to make, like, you know, like scratches and like pastas and soap and kids kicking on it or dogs <laughs> chewing on it, you know, because cabinets go through everything. Yeah. You yeah. know, the, your whole life is your kitchen, it's in your kitchen. So imagine how strong of a product needs to be to hold up something like that.
0: So, 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 what, it, so you're saying it's like a, it's a water-based Yeah, it's all water-based. How is that different from like chalk paint that I'm hearing so much about these days? So chalk paint, it's, it, it is still a
2: water-based paint, but it's just, like I said, it's all about the solids in the paint. It's okay. it has a very low solid content. The chalk the, paint does? Yeah. Okay. And, and the sheen to it, chalk paint is normally l- chalky. Yeah. It's, so, it's kind of like a flat yeah, matte. matte yeah. yeah. So normally the higher the shine, the higher the durability. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so that's why whenever people want to get the cabinets painted, they normally gear towards maybe a semi uh, semi gloss, uh-huh. even a gloss. So because just because it hides, it has a higher um, uh, solid content and it has a stronger durability. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, t- since we're talking about paint, I think one of the things a lot of people would like to know is like, okay, I, I don't have a distributor a few blocks away from me for this high-end paint. I'm probably not going to use that anyway. Yeah. So if I'm just going, if I'm, if I'm just, you know, Joe homeowner need to paint a, a room, um, maybe even multiple rooms where, and what, what product would you recommend? Because there's a lot, I mean, there's a huge debate out there especially between like bear and sherwin-williams but then there's also you know you got valspar you've also got a lot of people are 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 big into the um what's the other it's like a sherwin-williams type brand i'm just blanking on it benjamin moore benjamin moore that's the other (laughs) one a lot of people are are big into benjamin moore so i'm just curious what are your what are your recommendations well we're talking about just wall paint or latex wall paint yeah, you just I, want to paint a room. I would say you are you just, you're just yeah, like you just, you're just wanting to go and and paint a room, and you know because because your wife has an idea, and she or maybe she's the painter, and you just want to go paint a room. What well, yeah. I want good stuff what am I going to go buy? So what are you thinking about? Best quality, best price? What's your budget? I have like the Ferrari budget or have like the, the Toyota See, I think, budget? I think this is part of the problem with paint <laughs> mm-hmm. is yeah. there's way, there's so many things. You're talking
2: like $90 a gallon or you'd be talking maybe
0: $25, $30 a gallon? I, I think that if I, if I came home and told my wife that that wall that I was about to paint cost me $90, <laughs> she might shoot me. So yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking I need, some, <laughs> I need something probably more like the $30 range okay, is probably so what i What's the paint that's just going to get him punched? It's going to punch. We need that threshold. I, I don't want him to get off scot-free. It's, <laughs> so
2: it's called Emerald Designer Edition. Okay. So, but most of the time, Sherwood Rowlands has like 30% off sales. So you can probably get it for maybe like 60 to 70 with tax. Okay. But it's still a very high end. But it, the paint is immaculate. Mm. It is beautiful. It's for designer homes like.
0: Well, that's TV, weird. TV because quality. That's weird because I've got a couple of cans of that at my house. Yeah. It's not a designer home. Um, but it there's like the, the previous homeowner had some of it in there. He probably had a coupon. So mm-hmm. and it, and it, a you couple. know why there's some still left? Because he never finished that second or third coat that he should have used. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so Emerald, that's. Yeah. That's, Emerald. It's is, a Sherwin-Williams paint. Yes.
2: Yes. Okay. Talking Sherwin-Williams. There's a bunch of different tiers that we can go into, but for a budget of paint, I would recommend super paint you're talking about twenty five to thirty dollars a gallon and the coverage is incredible uh, most of the time you can get away with just using one coat on the wall but as a professional, I don't recommend that I always put two coats on the wall yeah because if, then you don't have to worry about flashing or any kind of patchy like any patchy or any holes left behind and stuff like that so make sure you get that good coverage with the second coat so it, are you saying with like a higher quality paint you can get get by with a no. single coat no okay. Just want to that's make sure. what they say on the can,
0: though. Okay, that's, that's their claim. <laughs> yes, they're the, lying. The, the, that's the, way they
3: sell the
2: it. paint and primer and one coat coverage—you uh-huh. like, will see that a lot in bear. You know, they uh-huh. kind of products yeah. off of that. So uh-huh. like, like the Bear Marquee, they guarantee it in one coat. But yeah, it really depends on what uh, how heavily textured the wall is too. If you're on a very heavily textured wall, the roller doesn't have enough time to really go into each little divot. Right. So that's what that second coat will do. We'll go back and fill in all those holes. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: and and I I think that's just a marketing ploy, right? Like yes. the whole able, you know, one coat coverage. That's exactly
2: what it is because what they want you to do, they want you to buy the cheaper paint, but you don't realize they're gonna have to use twice as much as that cheaper paint, mm-hmm. which is end up equaling just as much as the money. Than <laughs> the <thing>. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Then you were gonna spend before because the coverage isn't there with that cheap paint because with uh, the cheaper quality of the paint, the lower the solids, the lower the solids, the lower the solids it gets thinner. Yeah, and thin paint doesn't it'll spread but doesn't cover. Mm-hmm. It won't get that coverage, and have that it won't it won't lay out even. Won't have that even lay, so you kind of look blotchy and wavy. You can see some spots spots are real dark, and some spots are real light. That's what I mean when it's not like evenly laying down.
0: Mm. Yeah, and I think one of the other things to kind of remember when I mean think about whenever you're going to buy paint is if you go to Home Depot, for example, and you want to buy Bear because you've been told Bear is the absolute best paint ever. You first of all, the people that are working at that desk. Don't know much
1: or anything about or, paint. <laughs> no offense,
0: but but seriously, I mean they they're you know today your shift is at paint type of thing you know, and so they short straw right. Yeah. So they don't really know what they're talking about. And I mean, you could sometimes be waiting for an hour forever to, to get paint because the there's so many people in line in front of you. I think that a lot of people don't recognize that if you go like to Sherwin Williams. First of all, they really know what they're doing. They, they've got people there that are painters or previously. Yeah, they're, you know, they're coding tra- specialists. Right. They know they what train them really well on top of mm-hmm. that. And you're going to spend a considerably less amount of time in that building than you would if you were going to Home Depot. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And gain more knowledge.
2: Yeah. But just the only thing about Shermer Williams, they always try to upsell you. They always start off with Emerald. Okay. They always start there. Until until you realize, you're like, holy crap! I don't need to spend all this money for, to get the look that I'm looking for, you know. Yeah. Because most people don't even realize like the different quality of paint on the wall. Mm-hmm. You, know, you walk into a room, you say, "Oh, looks good." Yeah. You know, you don't you don't realize. Oh man, look at the sheen. Look how how look how evenly lays out on the wall. Like, look how beautiful those cutting lines are. Like, mm-hmm. you don't you just don't do that as yeah. a homeowner, you know? You're just like nice solid paint. Good mm-hmm. looks even all the way across. Don't so you, see any
0: sheetrock coming through. Yeah, you, right, it's not all over your ceilings or all over the floor and everything else. Right. You're like, all right, it's good enough. I mm. think I think most people walk into a room and are like, oh, so this is the living room. <laughs> That's about it. Like, yeah. looking at the color of the paint on the wall is typically not what people do, <laughs> yeah. I don't think, you know? No, and, if, and if you are, then you're probably like you or, or Mel or someone that like, their job is to do that. I, I just don't think that most people walk in like, like just inspect the room. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I'm. This is my my dude ness coming out. Like I yeah. don't know, but but I just don't think that that necessarily happens.
1: Ask a woman that yeah. definitely. Wait.
0: Yeah, when I think I think those guys are out there. They're not coming over to my party. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have the quality food that they want to eat at my house. If that's what they're doing. You know, they got they got other things in their mind. I, yeah. So, yeah. well and and I actually have a question about when you're when you're dealing with a homeowner and 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 whoever ends up doing this, I don't know, but I would I would imagine a lot of homeowners have you come into their home with an idea in their head that you end up having to take them a different direction. Uh either on the finish or what whatever it is because I I have no clue what the difference is between like eggshell and I don't even know all the different Finishes on the mm-hmm. on the paint. I know that there are differences. I don't know what they do. The one thing I learned from you so far: if it's shiny, it's a little bit harder and harder and more durable. Yeah, the durability of it. So I'm pay attention. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> other than that, like I I would imagine sometimes people have an idea that like I need this like flat mat or whatever, and you're like, well, maybe you should do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually uh, uh, before you answer that question. This is an argument that my brother and I have because. What he puts on his walls and what I think you should put on your walls are different as far as the sheen goes. And so I really am curious genuinely curious about your answer about this like <laughs> if you're like perfect home, you know it's it's a just a regular home nothing you know super fancy also nothing super rundown, just a normal home what do you what sheen do you put where? Is that well, a fair question? Well, it's just all four walls. Do you have an accent wall going on? Well, or? I'm, I'm, th- well, okay. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking the difference between. Uh, l- let's just go basic here. Just all the same walls, a ceiling, and trim. Let's just start there. Okay,
2: so whenever I paint a room, I always start from top to bottom. So ceiling always flat, dead flat. Always dead flat. It looks weird to be putting any kind of sheen to it. Mm-hmm. And then also ceilings, most of the time, they don't do that good of a job with your ceiling. And so with the flat hole hides all the imperfections in your ceiling. Like if there's wavy or they messed up with the... Um, the, uh, texture, they mix, the texture that makes the texture gummers off or sometimes yeah. you'll see like well, traditionally they'll have like a knockdown texture but sometimes they'll forget to knock the texture down or certain ah. sections of it and it'll look like little mountains you have like flat <laughs> and then you have like mountains yeah okay so whenever you paint a flat it it hides all those imperfections in the texture and also if the drywaller did a bad job you know right if you have any studs popping nails popping or anything like that that flat paint will help hide all those imperfections in the wall in the ceiling and then as I work my way down to the walls, you, well, it depends on, right now, I'd say normally you use probably satin paint, okay. which is just maybe a step above eggshell. If you go to Shermer-Williams, they'll call it the same thing. You'll okay. say satin or eggshell, they'll just be like, okay, it's the same thing to them. Okay. But if you go to Benjamin Moore, there'll be a slight difference. difference. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're a little bit more technical with it, but Shermer-Williams is just like, yeah, it's the same thing.
0: <laughs> so I, I, w- I would assume that eggshell
2: is a step below satin. Yes. In the yes. sheen scale. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's, like literally like, look at, it, look at an egg. Yeah. Look at the sheen on an egg. That's that's
0: what it is. Yeah. Yep. And so f- I'm, I'm guessing flat is below that then. Yes, flat
2: okay. is below that. But they have... And made advances in paint like crazy. So if you wanted to paint your walls like a flat paint, which is very popular nowadays, mm-hmm. they increase the solids in the paint that increase the durability of it. So it could have the same durability as a semi-gloss or even a satin paint. Oh, yeah. But you're talking about higher end paint, though. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. So how many how many degradations are we talking about in the finish here? I mean, we like flat, eggshells, satin. What, what? Well, the, the very very bottom is flat. And okay. then you go with
2: eggshell. Then you have the uh, satin and then semi-gloss and you have gloss then you have high
0: gloss. Okay. And that's the whole tier. Okay. So then you're you're using on trim, then you're using... Semi-gloss to gloss. Okay. And then cabinets? Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Just kind of depends on what you want at that point.
2: Yeah, well, you can do uh, satin. Satin looks really good. Satin has a more like, um, uh, like a classic, like a farmhouse feel to it. Mm-hmm. It has a little bit of a shine to it, but it has. But then you can see the flatness underneath it. It's mm-hmm. cab- It's real unique
0: for yeah. cabinets. It's been very popular. Yeah. No. So here, here's the argument. Than my brother and I have. Yeah, we want to know who won. Well, he's an idiot. <laughs> so that's all that really—that's all you really need to know. Um, because I really hope he listens. Yeah, I. Oh, he he does it, but I'm going to tell him to go listen to this episode because <laughs> uh, he really has no recourse. <laughs> right, right, well, there's than, the comment section. There, there's the comment section, I guess. Um, but like, he he was he will always put Simagloss on walls and I'm like See, that's weird that's weird thank you I'm like no don't put semi-gloss on a wall it's way too shiny He was like no I like it and I'm like well you're weird and stupid so I know I don't- <laughs> <laughs> so obviously Craig the answer to this question is I win because Aaron agrees with me okay yeah <laughs> Yeah, cause I was actually I was painting a home for a client,
2: and he wanted to paint his daughter's room, and he picked semi-gloss paint for his daughter's room. It was like a pink semi-gloss paint. I walked in, and I was like, "That's like what? a candy wrapper." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like he's walking to a candy store. It's like, <laughs> what the heck? I was like, "Why did you pick semi-gloss?" He was like, "I don't know." He, was just <laughs> doing what he, said. he already knew he messed up before I even stepped in the
0: room. I was just like. So well, if you want me to fix it, let me know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and, and, that that's actually a good lead-in right there. How many times are you coming in to fix what someone else has done rather than just start from scratch?
2: Well, when it comes to cabinets, probably half the time. Half the time, yeah. Yeah, at least fifty percent. And then with the wall painting, the cabinet will probably start. The client will probably start a wall and be like, "This is way too much work." They're yeah, like this is. Beyond me, I don't have time for this. Cause like I said, for a good painter, three to four hours, you need to complete the whole room. Yeah. So imagine a homeowner doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. It could take you days. Yeah. And who has days to do, do things nowadays. You're always so busy with the kids, work, school, you name it. You mm-hmm. know? And so that's why it's so much easier just to get a professional in there and get
0: it done in Knocked three or out. four hours. Yeah. yeah. So like when you say three or four hours, I mean like moving the furniture back, it's dry. It's good to, I mean like you're good to go. Oh yeah. Two
2: coats, move furniture back, face plates, everything's covered, floor's covered everything
0: how so, do you i mean are you so are you using fans to to help dry or does it just dry that i mean how do you put two coats on that quickly i mean it are you just like doing one wall going to another wall? by the time you circle back around it's dry is that the yeah, way it's
2: yeah we loops you know, everything is always in a loop you start we start with card line paint the wall And then, while that wall is drying, you start the next wall and do the cutting line. And normally, by the time you finish that second cutting line on that second wall, that first wall is already dry. Oh. So that's where you always want to do loops. That's why I recommend just doing all, just working on one wall at a time. Mm. Because by the time you circle back through, that wall will probably be dry and ready, and you just keep moving. Mm.
0: Wow. Okay. So you said uh, back at the very beginning of the show, when we, you know, I was asking you that question about, you know, what's your favorite thing to do? and you said that your favorite thing to do is is really the finishing types of things. Yeah, yeah.
2: cabinetry finishing, yeah. woodwork, stuff so like that. So
0: why? Why is it your favorite thing to do, and what makes, like, because I would assume, since it's your favorite thing to do, you're really good at it. I mean, I think a lot of people, they really, you know, the things that they enjoy doing most are the things that they look at and go, I'm really good at that. So what makes you really good at that? Like, why do you really like it?
2: Well, I guess slowly through experience because luckily I was actually pretty good at it from the start
3: because
2: mm. I just I'm just very meticulous at what I do and I guess it's like borderline OCD I guess you say I have a very strong focus yeah. <laughs> she could, she could <laughs> admit to that.
0: If, if you could only see her eyes right then I'm sorry I did not like she's do a quick camera she, cut I, right I, over there I wish I, 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 I wish I did it was this are you kidding me know I, know that is she's that like, is like no uh, I'm
2: over here I'm Yeah, a piece of furniture <laughs> <laughs> so you
0: you're very meticulous yes
2: yes i'm very meticulous and it just as a cabinet refinisher you just need to take your time because honestly because the reason why i like it so much is because you're you're like bringing that piece of furniture back to life like i'm bringing it back to its natural state or whatever state you want like whatever mm-hmm. your image is in your head i can make it happen and i think that's just like so fascinating to me that i can i'm able to do things like that
0: yeah mm-hmm. that's that's fantastic so one more question that i've got and then i'm probably out of questions um <laughs> is why why would you use an oil based paint over or instead of that's the right word instead of a water based paint in what applications do you use oil because oil based paint is just messy and it, it's it, awful. just it's yeah it's, it's awful <laughs> so what what applications would you do that for so I kind of run into this application right now. My,
2: a client that I'm working with right now, he used lacquers, lacquers or paints that dry incredibly fast and have and they're very, very stinky. They're harmful to the environment. They destroy your machines. You're like, you have to, there's your specific ways you're supposed to dispose of the paint and everything like that. And it's just like awful to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's very, very cheap. You're looking at like twenty five dollars a gallon for purse, for this lacquer paint. When traditionally the paint that I'm using, the water based finishes can run up to sixty five dollars a gallon. So mm-hmm. I could see why he tried to go towards that yeah. avenue because it's cheap and and lacquer has been proven for years to work. Yeah, because yeah. the whole water based revolution is new. So mm-hmm. like, what did they use before? And it was lacquers. So lacquer. So I understand why he went towards that avenue but using lacquer paint is notoriously difficult and hard to dispose of materials and it destroys your your machines and like your paint brushes you never get it out Mm. stuff like that you you have to throw away your paint brushes stuff Mm. like that i'm already there yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but in this instance going back to what you're saying with oil for me to use my proper top coat i can't use a water-based paint on top of lacquer Mm. and he had already lacquered his cabinets Mm. before i got into it so in this instance i have to use oil over lacquer okay so that's the only way to have the proper adhesion to it unless i sanded it all down and then reprimed it with my water-based primer then used the water-based top coat which was just not time accessible you know yeah everything's every time is money like i said before so you have to figure out what's the fastest way to do things and so in this instance i have to use oil on top of it and that's one of the few times i ever use oil Okay. It's just so, so hard. It's harder to work with. It destroys because I use a paint sprayer. I spray all my materials. So it comes out like glass. Mm-hmm. All right. And so whenever I'm running through, when I'm running lacquers and oils through my paint machine, my paint sprayer, it slowly breaks the paint sprayer down okay. and destroys the tips and the guns and the filters and everything like that. That's what I mean when it breaks my gun down. Okay. And so that's why I like to lean towards water-based paint because it's, the cleanup is easy. You know, I could clean out my machine and then just dump the water back in my backyard. You know, because mm. it's all water-based, it's all environmentally clean, it's not going to destroy my backyard or leak into the, the, the sewer system or anything like that, you know. It all just dissolves away. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. But that is the only time I ever use oil. It's over lacquer. Okay. That's that's about the only time. Okay. So, like, uh, lacquer on, like, cabinets? And, yeah, and, on okay. cabinets and okay. furniture and stuff yeah. like that. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because even when you're brushing oil, it's very difficult to get... A good clean stroke when you're brushing oil, like you're brushing trim or door or something it's like that. Streaky. It's streaky. Yeah. And then you're mm-hmm. supposed to use an ox hair brush. Oh, those are you're readily available. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> off my ox. Right. Yeah. Let <laughs> me just go cut it off the ox in my backyard right, and make a brush real quick. But yeah, but these are the technical <clears throat> things that you don't know, you know, yeah. until you start getting knee deep into it. Wow. Mm.
0: So do, yeah. you, do you use a sprayer for all applications or just like when you're doing like furniture refinishing? Well, uh, always on
2: furniture refinishing because like I
0: said, the finish will come out like glass
2: because the sprayer that I use, uh, it has the the tips that I use. The, uh, it's called a fine finish tip mm-hmm. and uh, it's designed for furniture and cabinets and stuff like that. And like I said, the uh, tip is designed for uh, perfect spherical atomization. It's called right. atomization. When the paint atomizes and comes through the very tip of that spray gun, it creates a perfect sphere and lays out evenly on evenly on the piece that you're painting or furniture or whatever you're doing and it has that perfect leveling attributes to it yeah so it has no other finishes better than an airless sprayer or as air assisted airless if it, a painter <laughs> if a painter was listening to me right now he'd be like HVLP is better <laughs> whatever, but
3: whatever <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: whatever dude you probably also wear a fanny pack yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because well, b- before the show, you were telling us like, you know, it's really important to be using the right equipment mm-hmm. because not all paint sprayers are made equally no right yeah what was what was the deal with this guy he like he, he was
2: <laughs> yeah he, he he was using uh like a box sprayer from lowe's they were like real cheap I, on average a paint a good paint sprayer will cost about a thousand dollars yeah even like on average that's just for like your base model but if you want to go with like the diy models mm-hmm. you can go to lowe's and get like a 200 dollars sprayer and which will work, you know, it'll work if yeah. you like want to paint the side of your house. But when you're trying to get to like fine finish work, mm-hmm. you have to start using the right tip. You have to be working with the right pressures because each paint has to be sprayed at a specific sp- uh, pressure. If your pressure is too high, you have too much paint going on the, on the uh, object that you're painting. Mm-hmm. So it'll start to run. You'll get drips and runs everywhere. And then okay. you have to go back and sand it all out and restart over. Yeah
1: it'll just keep happening yeah (laughs) and it'll just
2: keep happening over and over again and then you have to make sure your fan your the spread is uh maybe two or three to six inch spread Mm -hmm. you know and uh it just it just really matters because so it, it
0: it pretty much just works out evenly you know yeah you you mentioned um exterior just now do you do exterior paint jobs I can do exterior paint jobs, but I live in Houston, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so it's like so. If, so, if so there's, slowing, there's other I'm desperate, yeah. Uh, yeah there's dumber that. people <laughs> out there, is right, what right, you're right. saying. You have,
2: have to take one for the team and go do it. But honestly, I like to stick. I'm, I'm. Real cool. Thank God, I'm busy enough working indoors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yes, I can.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Trying to think, of the, well, yeah. So you're talking about like the the expensive sprayers costing like a thousand dollars. Like, what about these ones that I see that like you just a- attach to like your um, uh, what do you call Air them? Compressor. Air compressor. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's, there's like a little paint reservoir and it's got little you know mm-hmm. yeah, fancy those, looking they,
2: gun. Yeah, those are called HVLP sprayers. Okay, high volume low pressure. So pretty much, but you have to have a very nice compressor to set it up to. Okay. So that compressor alone could be. $350 just for the compressor. Right. But then you end up buying a cheaper uh HVLP gun for maybe like Harper Freight or something like that. It's very popular. But you can buy one of those for 60 bucks, but you're already into it, what, $450? Right. You know? So then people are like, and then you have this huge compressor. Right. Maybe like a 20, you need like a 25 gallon compressor. And they're loud. And they're loud <laughs> and noisy. And yeah. And then with uh high volume, low pressure, there's a lot of air. You mm-hmm. have to have whenever you start using HVLP. Um, if you're in your home and your shop isn't clean, all the dust particles and everything like that gets blown up into what you're painting. Ah, because it uses air.
0: Okay. To push, the so you get all that the n- lovely dust attached yes. to your paint.
2: Yes. So if nothing, if so, if your shop is dirty or any kind of, if you're working in your garage, it's in mm-hmm. spider webs, bugs, you name it. Once you start using that HVLP, it's going to pick up everything that's in your garage and it's going to dump it on the material that you're working on. Mm. So then you're like, what the heck? Where are these bugs? Where are this dust? Where this dirt? Yeah. All that will fall into the object that you're painting because it's using air to push it through. I like to use airless, Mm -hmm. so there's a pump that's in my machine that pumps it straight into the gun and doesn't come. No air comes out. Right, it's a straight pump. It just it it builds pressure and that pressure comes out and shoots right material right onto into the piece that you're working on. Hmm. So you don't have to worry about particles and stuff like that falling into your. Uh, are, are they are they loud too, or is it much quieter? No, they're, they're 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 only time you hear it is when it's building up pressure. you hear it going no 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 no, and then it'll stop. Okay, and then you could spray whatever piece you're doing, and then you might hear it again. No no no, just with the pressure buildup. Okay, interesting. Yeah, but
0: it's, it's relatively quiet to an air compressor. So, uh, do you? So you talked about woodworking um, specifically with spraying. Can you? Can you spray like polyurethane, that kind of stuff? Or do you, is that something you just brush on typically? Well, it, well, well, then we got to kind of get a little bit technical into it. It
2: depends on what the recommendations are in the back of the can. Because a lot of times you can get away with just painting on the, the polyurethane mm-hmm. on furniture and stuff like that. And it'll come out very, very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you just want to maybe a little bit higher end of the finish that most people might not notice, then I would recommend using HPLP HVLP or something like that
0: yeah and i and also know i mean i i do woodworking myself and so i also know that a lot of that when it comes to that kind of stuff you're sanding in between coats and that kind of knocks some of that excess off and then you you know and you're talking like really really fine grit
2: um, sandpaper (laughs) you know like like
0: 320 grit yeah, yeah well even i mean some of them like 600, Six hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred oh, grit sandpaper. But like they use on cars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, but some people, but some people are using that on you know on poly sometimes just to yeah. to get that ultra you know smooth glass like yeah, make it look like a like mirror. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So
2: yeah, you can definitely do that. They're like more power to you.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if you want to do that, you can. But it's a lot
2: of work. <laughs> yes. In the end, I would I would say it's not necessary. I normally I normally don't go above three twenty. Yeah. Because with my sanding process, whenever I work going through a client's home and refinish their cabinets, I'm refinishing all the way down to the bare wood. Like, Mm -hmm. when I go in, when I say refinish your cabinets, I'm making them brand new. Yeah, They're brand, they will be brand new by the time I get done with them. Wow. Mm -hmm. Because it's not accessible for clients to come in and wreck their whole cabinets out of their house and spend 20 grand to get new custom cabinets installed in their home. Doesn't make sense. When I can do that for a fraction of the cost. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't seem reasonable to me. Right.
0: Right. Well, and especially like in in my home, they're solid wood cabinets. I mean, they're they're not stuff that you bought at Lowe's mm-hmm. off the shelf. I mean, these were these were at some point custom made cabinets that are in my home. So ripping those out and putting new cabinets in—oh, be tragic! It doesn't, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. You say that, but I have custom made cabinets. I well, hate them. Yeah, but your <laughs> some custom made cabinets are them. just shelves. <laughs> <laughs> You literally took the cabinet out and just put shelves. I made those. I yeah. love those. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the cabinets underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and but that being said, like some custom made cabinets are are not made out of the right material. That's what you have? And so yeah. you know, it's like you might as well actually the stuff off the cabinet uh, the cabinet shelf at Lowe's might have been better. <laughs> you <laughs> know, if you're new to the show, my house is weird. Yeah. It's just weird. It's okay. Yeah. It's unique. You, no, it's weird. It's weird.
1: I like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, I didn't say it and like it. It's, it's Weird. You, like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Wait here. So I, I, I selfish question. Mm. So we we just gutted the whole house. Yeah. And we redid and because we made me think of this, you were talking about ceilings, and I always do flat on the ceilings. So we we have vaulted ceilings upstairs, but we went back through with tongue and groove. Everyone's like, well, you got to seal that. You got to put something on it. And I'm like, I don't want to put anything on it. I like the way that this wood looks, but I know I don't want it to rot. I don't want it to you know, like, so what would I, what would I put on it to kind of keep it looking? Well, oh, just a clear finish, a clear polyurethane. Yeah. It yeah. wouldn't yeah. make it like shiny or. You can, no, buy- you can get a flat polyurethane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You
2: can make a completely clear, flat polyurethane. You can get it from Lowe's and brush it on. So how would I even know that I did it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it- <laughs> So you'll be able to tell a little bit, but honestly, if the look you're going for will, will be achieved, you know, it's uh-huh. kind of flat, it's not going to be super noticeable, yeah. but it increases durability ability of your ceiling. Okay. Yeah. Give it
0: eight or 10 years, you'll know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the tongue and groove, the
2: warp, mm-hmm. it'll warp over time because the constant pressure changes in your home with yeah. the condensation of the AC, that's why they want you to use polyurethane because it'll slowly warp over time.
0: It won't slowly warp over time. No, it will. If it you will, don't cover if you it, don't leave a pair of wood. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because I'm not sure. It might be pressure treated wood you got too. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Maybe <laughs> it is. Maybe I don't know. It fit together but, real nice. Yeah. <laughs> some yeah. of it was tongues, some of it was groove. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we know. <laughs> but yeah, but
2: I will definitely recommend you doing that because it will warp and bend over okay. time. It'll be, it's a lot cheaper to buy a, like what $30 gallon of poly. Yeah. Put it on there and having to replace
0: all that. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But then that means that you've got to get on a ladder. We both know I'm not going to Ex- do it. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It's, you don't have time to do it. I'm not going to know. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway. I don't like hide. No, that's, not it's gonna too high yeah <laughs> it's too high yeah it is yeah it's high I watched the guys put it in I'm not getting on those ladders yeah dude these guys had to like they had like one of those like mechanical locking ladders that like and they had to like bend it like three different ways just to get it up there and oh I was wondering
2: if they used a frames for scaffolding nope
0: <laughs> <laughs> they used one of them little giants <laughs> them little giants they just kind of connect to each other and when oh, you put one on top of the other they're stable I mean, you can I would, do just about anything with those I would imagine if they could if they had scaffolding they would have used it but they didn't and they it was I don't know I don't know what, I don't know what kind of ladder that is but it, it's like you can turn it at, like 90 degrees to make like a scaffolding yeah it's a little giant yeah I've seen the little giants those are a little those are different because this had like Four joints. Mm. You know what I mean? So well, like they you, do. So yeah. you could make it an A-frame. Maybe it's a big giant.
3: Maybe. I don't big know. Giant.
0: <laughs> it Get did not look giant. sturdy. It's, that's all I know. It's like, I'm not climbing that thing. <laughs> like, why do you go up I'm there? Take it down when you're done, too, because my kids are going to climb that. Yeah, they are. Especially oh, yeah. the little one. Yeah. Yeah. She'll climb anything. Yeah. And fall out of anything. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Well, uh listen, I think, I mean, personally... I think a lot of information has been disseminated just now. I think, I think I might have to go back and listen to this episode again, just to kind of, figure out everything because it's a it's a lot really good really good information yeah so.
2: it's, it gets it gets pretty te- technical when you really get into it you know because yeah. a lot of people think like if you can piss you can paint yeah <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> and well it, and that's not, not true no, I, I, you, no it's not i mean, very gender neutral of you though <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um no i but i i just i I think this is it's crazy that we've got over a hundred episodes and not once talked to a painter, so this is this is really good stuff, so yeah, um yeah, it's good, but uh, you know there's no way that we would you know our 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 audience would go nuts, I think if we let you out of the studio. Without going through the final four, the final four, yeah. So this is uh, the final four questions that we ask all of our guests, and so and I here- think wait, should we should we make Steph go first since she hasn't talked at all pretty much. Yeah, I think that's a great. Okay. I, I think I, that's right. great. <laughs> so these so these are these are just four questions that are are I mean. They're really difficult, but most people do fine, so don't worry about it too much. Um, they we'll, they they haven't heard them. This is this they, is like this is like yeah, one of the first, the first like unscripted. Okay. Final four. Usually we give people a little bit of a heads up. Yeah, that's true. So well, the, we'll so we'll we'll start with you. Oh, thank uh, you. And and then we'll ask Aaron the same question. So here are the questions. Number one, what is the must-have tool you won't leave your house? without so if if craig were to call you and say hey i i i got something i need you to help me with run over to my house you're before you leave your house you're going to pick up what is Do this know? paint related no no, no but don't anything? bring that funky ladder well she's That's a hairdresser d- <laughs> she's a hairdresser
1: so.
0: <laughs> okay okay mm. so what would you, what would you bring
1: Um, Probably my phone so I can have directions to his house because I wouldn't get there otherwise.
0: (laughs) Well, ding, ding, ding. You've hit the number one answer that we get on this question. Absolutely. It it is the number one question. Yeah. uh, the Number one answer to that question. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, Aaron, what about you? Uh,
2: For me, probably my five in one. It's a painter's tool. Okay. You can't open up a can of paint without it so what 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 does this look like? Uh, a, a five in one, It's pretty much just like a like a chisel, okay? And uh, you just use it to help scrape walls and maybe put on a little putty on the walls and swipe it smooth, okay, and it helps you open paint cans, clean your brushes and your rollers, and stuff like that. It has multiple purposes,
0: huh. Mm.
2: I need to look into this
0: five in what? I may have one and not even know what it's called. Yeah, you call it a scraper. <laughs> a scraper. Okay. Yeah. And That's one of the purposes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the primary purpose that most people use it because <laughs> I've seen those things I'm like, what is that little curvy thing for? That's <laughs> <laughs> that to clean your teeth with. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, cool. All right, second question. You ready for this? Ready. All right, here we go. Uh, what is a job you've walked away from? So, when we were putting this question together the the thought behind the question was if you had a project going on at your house you got into it you know like i i was painting my cabinets and realized i was horrible at it turned out really really poorly so i walked away from that job i called aaron and and he took care of it that's kind of what we thought of whenever we were designing this question but uh, we Instead of asking what project did you walk away from, uh, we asked what job you walked away from. So you're welcome to come up with some sort of a job that you didn't do at your house. Or maybe it's a career. It's fine with that. Uh, if you had a job that you literally changed. Um, so here's the question again. <laughs> I know it's a lot of lead in. What's a job you walked away from?
1: Dog grooming. <laughs> no, dog, oh, I yeah. read my mind. <laughs> What what's
0: awesome is that we got a fist pump from Aaron out of that. He was like, "Yes, she I did. knew it. I freaking knew it. She knew it."
1: That was a very difficult job that I walked away from. Yes, yeah, it. it was very difficult and just gross. <laughs> so I'm sorry for all the dog groomers out there, but yep. I respect what y'all do. But it's very
0: never again. Difficult.
1: Never again. Awesome. I think it's the cats that got me. <laughs>
0: oh, they would get me. I have an excellent method for cleaning cats. I do too. You, get rid well, of them. <laughs> well, I have one way funner than that. It am, well, okay. I, I want to hear it now. You want to hear your mine? Yeah. So people ask me this all the time when they ask me how to get rid of fleas on their cat. Mm-hmm. I say, it's real simple. You put some Dawn soap with some water inside of a trash can uh-huh. that has a lid. Uh-huh. You put the water and the Dawn soap in the trash can. Uh-huh. You throw the cat in, uh-huh. you put the lid on, uh-huh. and you shake the trash can. Uh-huh. 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 Works every time. It works every time. The cat hates it. Oh. Which is why I love it. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking of other ways you clean a cat. <laughs> it's after you've already killed the cat. <laughs> you have to clean it. First. Oh. Second, actually. But that's just me. I you know, I know I'm a horrible person. So oh. all you cat lovers out there. That's fine. They're not
1: liking you right now. That's <laughs> no,
0: they do not. That's fine.
1: I, well, you shook it in a can,
0: so. He walked away.
1: He <laughs> was not talking about Jenny. killing it.
0: <laughs> That's okay. I love you. I just don't love your cat. Okay. That's, That's okay? fair. Fair? Yeah. yeah. All right. Aaron, what's a job you walked away from? Well, well one time I, up, I guess I was in Alaska, and
2: part of my training in Alaska was teaching me how to do rope access work. So rope access is when they throw a rope up and over because the Trans-Alaskan Pipeline sits like 30, 35 feet in there.
0: Oh, Because creep. of
2: the icing and everything else oh, in animals, oh, they have yeah. to make sure everything else can't get through freely. Nothing will damage the pipeline. So you have to throw a line up there and then rope access... Pull yourself up this rope with all my inspection gear because I was a welding inspector. Oh my goodness. And inspect the welds on the pipe. And one time they asked me to go out there and it was like minus 30 degrees. They had my full Arctic gear and I was totally weighed down. It had been extra like 60 pounds of gear I had to haul up to the top of this pipe. And I went out there, looked at the pipe and it was like, nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm not shimmying too this.
2: <laughs> it is too cold. And because they were only allowing us to be, when the weather drops below like 25 degrees, uh below zero you're right. allowed to be out there for like 30 minutes at a time sure by the time i got my gear on and loaded up i was already out there for like 10 minutes and then <laughs> so it takes me another 15 20 minutes to climb the pipe and another 10 minutes to do the inspection so so i was it's like not mm, happening, not happening. <laughs> you know that's not within
0: this time frame that i'm looking at here so i don't math so good right. but yeah <sighs> <sighs> i, I, so I walked, walked away from i would have walked yeah. away from that i would have run yeah. away from that I would have been gone. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm sure that will. It's fine. That, I can <laughs> see from here. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Third question. This goes back to you. All right. So how do you wind down at the end of a long day?
1: Can you answer this honestly? Sure. Yeah, no, honest, yeah, answer. Yeah. honest answer.
0: Honest <laughs> answer.
1: Um, I would say like, Watching TV, you know, and probably later on taking a melatonin.
0: Right, I didn't okay. answer this question, honestly, but I was fixing to say that was the honest answer you were concerned no, about? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very controversial. My
1: family knows what I'm talking yeah. about.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, that's very different than the way Craig winds down at the end of a long day. So it's whatever. So okay, well she she broke she broke the ice on that then. What do you watch? Whenever you watch TV, do you have a specific something you enjoy?
1: Um, I love everything. I really like all ty- types of shows. Okay. I don't, you know, have anything that's my favorite. You if know? it's
0: on, you'll watch it?
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not really into like reality TV much okay. you know um, have, y- have
0: y'all have y'all pulled the plug on regular cable yes only yes. streaming streaming yes. stuff now okay yes, yes. yeah yes. Good, good for you yeah, yeah. So we, <laughs> Absolutely. we pulled the plug a while ago yeah <laughs> yep. now we have cool. all the streaming services <laughs> yes. yeah exactly it's like yeah. I, I was talking to someone the other day and I'm like oh so you're spending more on streaming services than you did on your cable good job <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't have to have all 39 different streaming services you can have like one maybe two yeah, but whatever. Amazon
1: is my best friend. Oh, Amazon there you go. Prime. Okay,
0: they have yeah. some good stuff. They do. What, what's been your favorite on there?
1: Um, Outlander. Outlander. Okay. Outlander that's, that's is my favorite
3: one. show. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's cool. my go-to. I've watched it a couple times.
0: Oh, nice. So, yeah. Awesome. Is it? Are, that, that's not an Amazon show, though, is it? Stars. Well, it's stars. But okay. You, but stars they, is they, on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know? So. All right. All right, Aaron, your turn. How do you wind down at the end of a long day? probably a hot shower yeah i'll just sit there there you go veg out in the shower because when you're painting all day
2: your back hurts your shoulder hurts like my shoulder hurts all the time just from doing cut-ins or sanding like the amount of sanding i did today was ridiculous Mm. because once you get to a point when you get the primer on there you're not allowed to use your electric sanders anymore because you'll sand right through that primer and then when you, you sand through the primer you have to reprime so you're having to backtrack (laughs) <laughs> and when you're finishing, it's not good to backtrack. No, no, you know, no. you never want to backtrack. So, honestly, a hot shower and laying
0: in bed with my wife is the way I relax. Awesome, it's just the cool. best for me. Yeah, awesome, great. All right, last question. You're in the home stretch here, right? <laughs> What's one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice you've ever received?
1: So I have to think about this Uh, one. A
0: philosophical question. I
1: know. (laughs) Ask the question one more time. Okay.
0: What's one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice you've ever received?
1: Well, I'm going to take this not on a serious note because my son, when he wakes up in the morning, he likes to eat sweets. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it always bothers me. I'm always like, oh, it's not good for him to have like cookies for breakfast or this, you know, but my mom told me he's going to eat it at some point in the day. So why not let him eat it then, (laughs) you know? And so I think that was a good advice from her because I'm always very hard on myself about that. So now I just Mm. let him have the cookies if he wants it. (laughs) Yeah. He's gonna have them one way or the other. Exactly, he's gonna eat it at three or four or five, he's gonna have it. So just let him have it. As long as he's not getting
0: it at all of them. Exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay. All right, Aaron. what about you? Best piece of wisdom or advice you've ever received? Uh, that's pretty i guess it's kind of basic just don't you know just
2: don't be so serious with life you know have more fun with life you know yeah Mm -hmm. you know every day is a gift and you should treat it that way yeah
0: so no uh, we we love that we craig and i definitely definitely feel that way for sure so well cool Son's Um, feeling that way i mean he's getting the cookies uh no, I'm not there.
1: <laughs> he is not
0: there. I want to be living that life. No kidding.
1: You only no, get to be a kid once. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I will tell you um there there is one secret question that Craig uh, does remember. Yep, cuz I not remember it. the other four. Yeah, so <laughs> I always let I always let him ask this question. So It's my Craig, favorite question anyway. Yeah. That's yeah. true. How do people get a hold of you if they want to find you? Facebook, my man. Facebook, yeah.
2: social media. It's the best way. I advertise a ton on social media. I have all my work on there and referrals. Just Facebook's where it's yeah. at for me.
0: Is there, is there a phone number people can use to get a hold of you guys? Oh, yeah. What's yeah. that? It's uh, 832-264-3222. All right. So we'll link that up in the Facebook page as well in the show yeah. notes. Make sure everybody gets that. Uh, and... Good episode, Kev. Absolutely. Oh, thank Fantastic. Thank for having episode. us. Yeah. It was great. Thank you guys for being here. This is I think this is really helpful information for a lot of people, especially people like me who know absolutely nothing about paint. Well, I think that's actually maybe the one of the best things that I heard today is like, look, don't get in over your head. And we kind of preach this all the time. Like there there's a reason that there are professional people out there. Yeah. And you know, we've got the DIY calculator on our website. You can go kind of figure out is this worth my time and my money? Right. You know? And, and most of the time, the answer to that is maybe, maybe, but at the end yeah. of the day, if you don't really feel confident doing something, don't just go spend 60 or 80 bucks on a gallon of paint just to wind up having to do have do it? Aaron no. come in <laughs> and spend that same amount of money just to get the product. And then, you know, on top of that, you're paying his fee. Yeah, so
2: like you said, paintbrushes, drop cloths, ladders, rollers yeah the paint all it that adds stuff up that really quick yeah
0: especially if you're just trying to paint in one room you
2: know yeah no i like it's just not cost effective
0: no i'm i'm with you i, I think that i think that it's really worth if nothing else call someone and say hey give me a quote because um you, you don't really know until you ask the question anyway. So Absolutely. a really, really good episode. Thank you all for taking the time to to come and, and talk to us. And yeah, no uh, it's a
2: pleasure. is really fun, honestly.
0: It's yeah. great. Yeah. Good. <laughs> good. Good. Awesome. Anything else, Kev? Uh, no, I think that's just about it. Thank you for downloading today's episode. Uh, we are, are glad that you did. And don't forget, go check out our YouTube channel. We're putting the, the videos up. And uh, hit that hit that bell so you get notified. Subscribe. Uh, leave us a, a rating and review. We'd really, really appreciate that. That really helps us out if you would take the time to do that. We're here every single day. Tuesday. So download the episode every single Tuesday. Subscribe. It's really easy once you, you know, know that how much you love us. Uh, you can just get them automatically downloaded so That's right. on whatever platform you want now. Pretty yeah, much, pretty much pretty much everything. So anyway, we're here every Tuesday. So until next time, we'll see you later. See you.